What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the Decibels Deep Podcast. I am your host, Andres, and we are coming back to you with part two of the history of Fraley's Comet. Let's get right into it. For the second album, Second Sighting, Fig was replaced on drums by veteran Eric Clapton band member Jamie Oldeker, who also did the tour. Two studio albums and one live album were released under the Fraley's Comet moniker. The Live VP Live Plus One featured four songs performed live in concert and one original studio song. Howarth and Oldeker left shortly after the last show under the Fraley's Comet name, opening for Iron Maiden in August 1988. Live Plus One was meant to serve as a stopgap until the release of the group's second studio album, Second Sighting. The first four songs were recorded live at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago, Illinois, on September 4, 1987. The last song, Words Are Not Enough, is a shorter version of a demo recording the group made in 1985. Live Plus One was released February 2nd, 1988, and again recorded September 4th, 1987 with Metro Mobile location. It was clocked in at 24 minutes, 49 seconds. It was hard rock and glam metal. It was released under the Atlantic Megaforce label with the producer Eddie Kramer and Scott Mabucci on the studio track only. It features Ace Fraley, guitars, lead, and backing vocals, Todd Howarth, guitars, keyboards, lead, and backing vocals, John Regan, bass guitar, and backing vocals, and Anton Fig, drums and percussion. Live Plus One also peaked on the U.S. Billboard 200 at number 84. Soon after Fraley's combo was released, Ace started a U.S. tour to let his fans know that he was truly back. Alice Cooper, another glam rock legend, opened for Ace on the tour. The five-song EP Live Plus One, again, that we had mentioned, it consists of four live tracks and one studio outtake from the Fraley's Comet recording sessions, Words Are Not Enough, which gives us a glimpse of what's to come on Fraley's Comet's second full-length album. There's also songs from the Kiss era, Rip It Out and Rocket Ride. Rip It Out uh, came from Ace's 78 solo album and Rocket Ride from Alive 2 as well as songs from the 1987 album Something Moved and Breakout, the latter featuring an Anton Fig drum solo, which uh, was a killer drum solo. I remember listening that to that a lot, um, especially during 
my high school days and just thinking he really just kicked ass on that. That was the highlight for me of the whole EP. The live recordings demonstrate the new band's ability to excite audiences. At the time, they also released a VHS version with more content called Live Plus 4. Live Plus 4 is basically the same live material as Live Plus 1 with some additional video clips. Tracks 1 through 6 are live, recorded at the Hammersmith Odeon, London, England on March 19, 1988, while tracks 7 through 10 are the concept video releases. I really like these live performances on this. Getting into second sighting, it is the third solo release by Ace Fraley and the last to use the Fraley's Comet moniker. Due to Fraley's illness and substance abuse during the recording, Todd Howarth took a bigger role in singing and songwriting than on the previous album. It was released May 24, 1988. It was recorded at Media Sound Studios, New York City, New York. It's glam metal hard rock clocking in at 42 minutes and 11 seconds. Released on the Atlanta, I'm sorry, Atlantic Megaforce record labels. Producer was again Scott Mabucci, John, and Marsha Zazola, and Eddie Trunk. The personnel for this album is Ace Fraley, guitar, lead, and backing vocals. Todd Howarth, guitars, keyboards, lead, and backing vocals. John Regan, bass guitar, backing vocals. Jamie Oldeker, drums, and backing vocals. With the additional musician Gordon G.G. Giebert sequencing assistance on Dancing with Danger. Second sighting went on to peak on the UK albums chart at number 79 and the US Billboard 200 at number 8. Jamie Oldeker, a new drummer who had previously performed with Eric Clapton and Bob Seger, helped record Second Sighting. He took the position of Anton Figg, who had returned for 1989's Trouble Walkin', replacing Billy Ward, who appeared in the music videos and participated in the tour for the previous album. With the exception of compilations, Second Sighting is now the only Fraley solo album or project to, to date to omit Fig. Insane and It's Over Now were released as singles with corresponding music videos. Both singles failed to chart. UK-based company Rock Candy Records reissued this album on CD in 2013, and it's really worth checking out. I believe that's the version that's got like a 16-page booklet with a new interview uh, with Todd Howarth on there. I, I'm pretty sure that's the release. Getting into the tracks, Insane. Second sighting kicks off with an ace-led vocal that wouldn't sound out of place on the debut. Pretty good track that's got the signature ace motif and a killer riff. Time Ain't Running Out shows what Todd Howarth brings to the comma, and right away, he shows his vocal and guitar chops and shows he's the more modern sounding of the two for the times. I really ain't into pop metal, but this track is one that, in my opinion, is one of the best in the genre. Dancing with Danger, another vocal by Ace that I feel is a step ahead of Insane, both musically and lyrically. There's a definite 80s sound with the keyboards kicking things off and staying till the songs end. Around 2.20, do I hear the snare a little off time? Hmm, I don't know. Originally recorded by the Canadian group Streetheart, which included F future Loverboy members Matt Frenette and Paul Dean. Fraley and Dana Strum are listed as the songwriters of the song. However, the melody and lyrics are quite identical to those of the original. It's Over Now, another song by Todd that's definitely made for radio. Another 80s pop metal track that I enjoy. Um, Todd has so much control over his voice and boasts a great command of the guitar and uh, serves as a great counterpart to Ace. Loser in a Fight has Ace and Todd sharing vocal duties, which makes it sound a little disjointed, but with repeated listens grows on the listener and is a good point for such variation at this point in the album. 
Juvenile Delinquent kicks off the second half of the album with Ace again at the helm. This track sounds like it could have easily been on his 78 solo album or Kiss's Dynasty album from 1979. Lots of space on the guitar during the verses allows Ace's tone to really pierce through, and it has a killer solo on it. Fallen Angel continues the pattern of Ace and Todd volleying the vocals from one song to another. This track, in my opinion, is the weakest of the album that benefits from another nice Ace solo. Separate is another Ace number that, once again, shows that attitude we've all come to know and love from Ace, and is another track that would have fit well on Dynasty. New Kind of Lover is another Todd track that I would, that I feel would be right at home on a Loverboy album. I really dig this song a lot. It's got a killer guitar solo, and for me, the, the high part besides the solo is uh, just how the band executes um, everything within the verses. The Acorn is Spinning is a semi-instrumental featuring some dialogue about an up-and-coming boxer. Ace really kicks ass on this track, and according to him, and I quote, we were kind of bored sitting around the studio, and the catchphrase, the acorn is spinning, came from a videotape from a friend of mine that was imitating Howard Cosell talking about a fighter. We just got silly one night, and I told the engineer to plug a mic in and give it to me, and I just started rattling off the dialogue. Todd got involved, and then John, and we thought that everybody was going to think it was a ridiculous song, but it turned out to be a lot of the people's favorite one. My overall thoughts on Second Sighting is that it's not as strong or as energetic as the debut. A little more paint by the numbers, especially on the drums, but it still packs a lot of firepower in the guitars without all the unnecessary histrionics. The dichotomy between Ace, the Ace-led songs and the Todd-led songs adds some good variety throughout the album that to some could make it sound a little uneven, but to me, it gives it a different kind of depth that other releases, Ace releases never really reached. Still, this album doesn't sound as well thought out as the first one. It may be a little rushed, but I didn't grow up with this album like the previous two Comet albums, so that could have an, uh, an influence on my opinion about it. In 1989, Trouble Walkin', for Trouble Walkin', his third studio release, Fraley dropped the Fraley's Comet name and put out a pure Ace Fraley solo album. Todd Howarth was replaced by a returning Richie Scarlett and Jamie Oldeker by ex-Riot drummer Sandy Slavin although Anton Fig and ex-Kiss drummer Peter Chris did perform some of the percussion work on the album. The album featured numerous guest vocalists, including Chris and Sebastian Bach. The tour ended and the band dissolved after John Regan resigned with immediate effect after a show in Las Vegas on April 11, 1990. Fraley did not perform live in any form for two years after that, until July 1992. Fraley put his solo career on hold to rejoin Kiss in 1996, he has re since resumed his solo career with Richie Scarlett back in his touring band. After touring Australia together with Gene Simmons and his solo band in 2018, Fraley fired his entire solo band, including Scarlett, with whom he had played on and off since 1984 and replaced them with Simmons' backing band. The band played various one-off reunion shows in 2017 and 2018 with Fraley, Todd Howarth, John Regan, and Anton Fig together. In closing out this episode, I just wanted to briefly mention other Ace releases to track down that although they're bootlegs, they're really worth your time. One is called The Other Side of the Coin and the other one is called Raw and Rare. Both feature some demos and unreleased Ace tracks, some from the Comet area. era. I'm sorry. Well, there you have it. There is a brief history on the band Fraley's Comet. I really enjoyed taking the time out and recording these two episodes and... Um, We'll come back to you with a new episode soon.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.